book is really about thinking big with respect to your future career, um, identifying the small steps that will get you to the career that you've identified. I think on a professional level, I really wanted to bring together behavioral insights that will allow people build the future that they want in an accessible format and taking people through a think big journey from goal setting to realization. It's been shown by behavioural scientists that if we make small changes to our daily routine, we can have disproportionate effects on outcomes that we were actually trying to change. Really what I want to do with Think Big is to get people mindful about the biases that plague them. And there's lots that plague me, I can tell you, that I have to work on every single day. But once you're mindful of them, also putting things in place that allow you to overcome them. So for me, I would say that 80% of what holds me back is within my own control. It's my own biases. It's my own thoughts that hold me back. It's the narratives. It's the story that I tell myself. And then the other 20% is down to other people. So other people's biases. So people looking at someone like Grace and deciding that she doesn't really fit the mold. Now for different types of people, the ratio will be different. But nevertheless, there's always a significant amount which is in your own control which if you become self-reflective and try to tackle the biases that you have, you should be able to move forward in your career. Now, the other thing that, that I've learned a lot from behavioral science is that context really matters. So the environment that you surround yourself with, and there's an entire chapter dedicated in Think Big to kind of reconstructing the environment that's around you to allow you work better, smarter and faster. We're really talking here about, should I have plants in my office? What type of airflow should I have? In the event that I don't have natural light, what, what tweaks can I actually make to my lighting in order to make me much more creative and in order to make me much more um, able to concentrate, which actually are different. You know, we, we want different life for creativity. We want different life for being able to concentrate. And I think if you're working at home now, people possibly um, um, imagine that you're going to be available for them 24 seven. And that really causes you to have much more busy work that isn't adding value to you or to any other people. So really getting people to take stock of their digital environment and trying to get them to a place where it actually works for them rather than it just solely working for other people. But there's also throughout the book, we talk about how the people that you surround yourself create the environment. So for example, if I'm in groups, it's really good for me to be the less smart person in the room, to be the person who knows the least, to be the person who's learning a lot from the other people who are actually talking. So it's really trying to get people to kind of think again about the situations that they're putting themselves in. When I look back, I've realized that I've actually wasted a lot of time worrying about what other people think sometimes before actually trying to do things. Now that I'm a bit older, um, I realize that people just probably don't care that much actually about me, to be honest. And if I was making mistakes, they probably weren't even noticing. And we even have a name for that in behavioral science called the spotlight effect. Everybody is busy. So if I go out today and I go and pick some people who are random on the street, every single one of those people are going to, be, are going to tell me that they're busy. But yet if you get them to time audit what they're spending their time on, what they'll find is that they're engaging in a lot of things that I call time sinkers. And what that means is two things. So firstly, activities that are just a complete waste of time, like going to pointless meetings, for example. And second is engaging in things that give you kind of instantaneous happiness, 
but don't necessarily give you anything in the future. So one of the ways around that for me is to write out in the evening before what I'm actually planning on doing on a particular day, but not just what I'm planning on doing, what would be a high output, what would be a medium output and what would be a low output. And it's surprising. And maybe this actually says something about me being an average person rather than being somebody extraordinary, but I usually end up kind of doing the medium output. So one of the things that I noticed about myself and about a lot of other people is that what prevents them taking action is anticipating failure. And this is kind of no surprise because in behavioral science, we know that um, an anticipation of event is actually a life experience in itself. So if you can imagine yourself in the situation where you're thinking about putting yourself up for promotion and all of your colleagues will go, the probability of success is never zero. So putting your hat in the ring actually makes good sense for you. Um, if you imagine yourself doing public speaking, you know, the chances of you doing an incredibly great job are also very, very positive. Um, if you imagine yourself actually going networking, you know, for the first time, which is an activity that I find really, really hard and introducing yourself to people that you've never met, the chances of them ignoring you and not wanting to be in a conversation with you are actually very, very low. I've learned a lot about the differences between people who are sophisticated when it comes to behavioural science, meaning that we know a bias exists, versus people that actually manage to circumvent it. And I think if you are somebody who falls victim to a bias, just having it in your head isn't going to be enough to get you there. You really do need to kind of give these small tweaks to your environments. You really need to increase saliency of, of what that bias is doing to your life. Um, and ultimately, I think then you can actually make some progress. Mm -hmm.